Welcome to the Shorthand States here on the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast. I'm Simon Delarue and with me is Matt Fallais. And we're here to look ahead to the uh, late December... No, there is only one in December. <laughs> the December States meeting. Um, oh, thank goodness there is only one in December because uh, we've had enough States meetings, I think, uh, of late. Uh, Matt, there's another one just around the corner and the motion of no confidence will continue uh, where we left off. It just seems sort of, you know... Un, uh, press the pause button and off we go again. Yeah, the state seems to be almost in constant session at the moment, don't they? Um, and uh, the motion of no confidence, we, presumably the motion of no confidence debate will be the first item. The continuation of that debate will be the first item um, on Wednesday. It isn't the first item on the published agenda. So there, if there will have to be a motion to move it to the top of the agenda, but presumably... Well, I, I th- what I thought had happened was that they had not ended the last meeting. They'd, they'd uh, this What we're going to go into is a continuation of the meeting from previously. I know that's what happened last time, but is if that... Uh, you'd know better than Well, I, I, <laughs> I think they have to... That there's this schedule of future business, which they have to take at the end of every meeting um to de- to determine what's on the agenda the next time they meet and and I thought they had done that which oh, would automatically put the motion of no confidence somewhere down the agenda but I I mean I'm not 100% sure about that but I I think it will require a motion to move the no confidence debate up the agenda so that that but I mean but there won't the, be any resistance there, surely, surely there won't no, be I mean no. that I think everybody understands that that debate has to be continued and concluded before they move on to to um, the next item of business. So we had twenty seven speakers, including the proposer, Deputy Charles Parkinson, um, when we were when we ran out of time last time. Um, that leaves a maximum of thirteen plus Charles Parkinson again. Um, I'd suspect there must be at least two or three who aren't planning to speak in the usual run of things. So my guess is we're looking about sort of three o'clock finish, that sort of thing. If the- Yeah, could be. Were, were, were there about 10 who stood up when the bailiff asked for an indication of this? I wasn't in the gallery, actually, so I didn't see. Yeah, I but think- I'm, I'm not, I don't really, I always take that with a pinch of salt because people change their minds about whether they're going to speak or not anyway. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it could well go into the afternoon. I, if, if there is a vote um, in the morning, it, it won't be much before lunchtime. Yesterday, Monday, there has been a meeting of the uh, of deputies. Policy and Resources called all deputies into into a meeting, which we were reporting on at the end of last week, somewhat unexpectedly. Um, I think there was some discussion about the motion of no confidence, uh, but it was an attempt by Deputy Peter Furbrush to, um, in a sense, make a fresh start, talk about his renewed commitment, he said, to collegiality and states members working together because he knows there has been quite a lot of criticism of tribalism and division in the first three years of this state. I get the sense, speaking to quite a few states members over the last 24, 40 hours, that the numbers are moving slightly in policy and resources favour. Deputy Christopher Letissier, um we spoke to who had previously indicated he would vote in favour of the motion of no confidence, told us he was now likely to vote against it. Uh, Deputy Lester Kerapol, who is considered to be quite a key vote by the backers of the motion of no confidence, is still saying that he uh, would abstain if the vote were held now. And one member who was thought to be a a vote in favour of the motion of no confidence, 
told us that he will be absent from the States on Wednesday because of uh, family commitments. So did, when you put all of these Deputy numbers Letizia together... Did Deputy Letizia and give reasons for... for, for uh, Deputy Letizia said he had spoken with, with Deputy Furbrush in the in the days and weeks since the, uh, the, the debate started um, two or three weeks ago and had received various assurances on, on things that are important to him. Um, you know, no return of GST. Um, apparently, no, no support now for unfunded borrowing from PNR, although they, they did support that a couple of weeks ago. But he was sure that he had secured the assurances he needed. He didn't rule out uh, backing the, the motion of no confidence, but he said he was now very likely to vote with PNR. And the knife, the the votes on such a knife edge, that one or two votes changing in in that direction will be enough to see PNR through. So, I think they believe. Well, I I think they thought if the vote had been taken at half past five, um, when the states adjourned two or three weeks ago, they'd have narrowly lost PNR. I think they will go into the states on Wednesday morning thinking that they might just narrowly survive. But of course, the meeting, the, the the Monday meeting, could have repercussions either way. Who knows? Um, because we don't know what's being said. You know what counter arguments are being put. That sort of thing. Um, oh, to be a fly on the wall of that. Um, the, uh, the whenever the debate does finish on the first day of this state's meeting, um, it, you know, if if the motion is successful, they'll immediately have to hold uh, elections for five new members of uh, policy and resources. Um, that if that were to include any current um, uh, presidents of other committees, presumably um, the timetable means that they would have to almost immediately appoint new presidents of those committees, would they? Or can that wait? Or well, would, the, are we in danger of having sort of you know stasis in some of these? Th- those committees would still have members. You know, they still have uh, a vice president who can mm. step up to, be, to into the role of, of you know effectively into the role of president temporarily. The difference with PNR, of course, is they would have been deemed to have resigned, all of them. So mm. PNR will, would be completely vacant. So if they lose the motion of no confidence, then the states will have to elect at least a PNR president um, and possibly all the members of the committee as, as their next item of business. We understand there will probably be four candidates for the for the presidency of PNR: um, deputies Lyndon Trott, Peter Roffey, Charles Parkinson, and Rob Prow. Um, although De- Deputy Prow is not confirmed publicly, but he he uh, is believed to be firmly in the running. Um, if PNR survives the motion of no confidence. There are still two members of the committee, of course, who have indicated they will resign anyway, uh, deputies David Mahoney and Mark Hellier. And so they they would uh, have to be replaced at the meeting this week. But the schedule appears to suggest that that won't happen immediately in the way that they... I think uh, that's yeah. right. So, I mean, because we got a lot of other business this month, which uh, we ought to just sort of briefly mention. Uh, and not least, uh, every states meeting, every ordinary scheduled states meeting, there's uh, one or two, usually two, update statements from different committees. And because of the budget and all these with these overruns of debates that haven't uh, that haven't quite concluded in the, in the timely manner, they've backed 
backed up a bit. So we've got a backlog and we've got um, statements to be given by Home Affairs, Employment and Social Security, uh, the Development Planning Authority, Health and Social Care and the Overseas Aid and Development Commission, each of which can be up to, I think, 10 or 15 minutes long for the statement itself. And then at least 20 minutes of uh, question time, which is often allowed to go longer. So I imagine on this occasion, the presiding officer might decide to stick to the, to the time limits on those. And then we've got the small matter of the government work plan debate, which um, at one time was, uh, you know, fated to be the big kind of um, uh, reset between now and the end of this state's term of, you know, that here are our priorities, let's go. Um, with everything that's gone on with the funding and investment plan and the budget debate and now the motion of no confidence, it's, it seems like it's going to be a very kind of after the Lord Mayor's show kind of debate that's not going to have the impact and the trend setting uh, weight that it might have had originally. Yeah, well, it could be quite messy or almost certainly will be because the government work plan is meant to be the policy and resources as the senior committee going to the states, having, you know, liaised or negotiated with other committees to, to present the, uh, the, the the work plan for the rest of the term. Um, but it is very much policy and resources work. They, they, you know, they have to endorse it, they present it, they have to stand behind it. Well, if they survive the motion of no confidence, they will need two new members. Um, and if they don't survive, of course, there'll be a completely new committee. Now, for any policy and resources committee to have to present a government work plan, which was drawn up several months ago, whether it's got half a new committee or a completely new committee, is, is going to be very awkward and very messy, I should think. I mean, what a kind of ownership of policy and accountability looks like in those circumstances. It's difficult to work out. Maybe there will be an attempt, particularly if it's a, a completely new PNR, to withdraw the government work plan, uh, so so if that happens, the meeting might this this potential uh, potential marathon meeting might uh, end up lasting um, less time than we imagine. But I, I can't really see how you know a partially or or completely newly elected PNR presents a, a government work plan many months old, drawn up by a, by a different group of people. So it could well be, you think, then, that, that uh, they delay the government work plan uh, to January or perhaps even February or March. It's possible. I mean, it time. was, as you say, it was meant to be a, a, a kind of summer reset. Mm. Uh, it's been delayed so long that it's started to, it's lost its currency. Certainly, it may even have lost much of its relevance. And it's it's difficult to see, um, you know, a new PNR really being able or prepared to take ownership of that document, um, you know, uh, without at least get, being able to to spend some weeks working on it. But maybe not. I mean, th this state breaks new ground all the time. So so maybe a newly constructed PNR will just pick up the the work of their predecessors uh, and lay it before the states. Who knows. Uh, the summer recess become a winter freeze, but uh, hopefully, you know, this logjam will get uh, freed at some point because that, you know, there are one or two items that, that are on the agenda as well, which we'll come to towards the end of the week if we ever get there. That are just, you know, those kind of background work. Um, I think it was Deputy Gabriel in the last states meeting was mentioning that there are, I think he said, hundreds of different work streams and all all across all of the committees that are being overlooked while all this, you know, relative kind of high high level strategic thinking slash navel gazing goes on. Um, that and and. To, you know that all of this stuff uh, is going to have to get come through the the flow of states meetings over the coming year um and as you say you know by the by this time 
next year uh, we're already sort of counting down the days to the next election so yeah uh, yeah so yeah, lots of work to do well um, and lots of debates to be listened to and reported upon so we look forward to uh, gathering back at the Royal Court uh, for this December States meeting and of course whatever does transpire on days one two and three we will bring them uh, all to you here uh, on this uh, shorthand States but for now from me and Matt it's goodbye I look forward to the rest of the week take care